ready? Welcome to the Coaching Life Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Pat Martin. Here in the studio with my my pal, Coach Chris Stewart. Coach, good to see you. Good to see you. Don't we just look relaxed? I'm relaxed. Do you feel like it, the studio has a different, like the, the actual podcast? I mean, you know the studio has a different feel. But do you think the podcast has an actual different feel to it because of the way the, uh, the, the studio setup is? Probably. Like, I wonder if but, we wonder if we sound more relaxed, even even when we're talking about topics that we get heated about. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. You know, because we have we we didn't do. Did we do an, a video in the old studio, in the ever? I don't think we did. Did we? we? Well, we did. I did. I we set up one. I the first the first video podcast we did. You were at your house, and I was at the table sitting right about but is that right the only here. one we've done yeah and i set the, my, the camera up in front of me yeah so yeah. really this feel is kind of like yeah this is our we set it up for this purpose video right? feel. not just us like there are other podcasts that are All happening right. hundreds of other podcasts that happen in the studio and uh um and people are wanting to do more video podcasting as well so yeah it's pretty yeah, cool i think this is the look that you get when you know you watch like shannon sharp and ocho cinco talk and jason and travis jason and yeah that other guy that other guy (laughs) there would be a whole lot to talk about today after that game wouldn't there if you and i had any desire to yeah after the super bowl i will say mahomes didn't really he seemed to handle himself a little better and probably had some opportunities to to be the baby that he has been throughout the course of the season. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll say this too. I mean, maybe the reason maybe this maybe this contributed to to his to making it easier for him to handle. I felt like the officiating in the Super Bowl was actually pretty good. I mean, relative to the rest of the season. I mean, if you compare yeah, what the officiating has been like. Like you can't, you couldn't watch a, a Sunday of NFL or a Monday or a Thursday, for that matter, without the next day hearing about something that happened that was right. atrocious. And I, I don't remember. I mean, I watched the whole game. I don't remember watching and saying, "Oh, they should have let that go," or yeah. they could have called. Yeah. Like I've, I mean, they could. You know, there was holding a lot, but it was on both. sides. I remember sides one and, holding call that was like. It was on a big play, and then, but it was a hold. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, there were opportunities to call holds. Oh well, you know, okay. you could see that, but you could pretty much see that on any NFL game or yeah. any, any game for that. Matter. I like that. I don't know his name, but I you just remember him by what they look like. But that the main official, the one that's the white hat, the one that would yeah. talk. Yeah, I like him. I, I feel like when he's when he has a crew on the field, that the game is pretty is usually pretty well, well officiated. Maybe so. that's why he had the Super Bowl. Yeah, they did a good job of picking those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good game. It was. It was. I mean, the one thing that people want us to talk about, and maybe we will at some point, I don't know, because it's not our topic for today, but the one thing that I've heard people say, you guys got to talk about this on your podcast, was Travis Kelsey getting in Andy Reid's face, pushing, you know, kind of kind of giving him a nudge and getting in his face and shouting about whatever he was shouting about. He wasn't on the field, I guess, or yeah. I don't know. I mean... It was it was right after the fumbled pl- the play they had a big fifty two or fifty three yard yard pass down the field it was first down at like fourteen or first yeah. and ten at the fourteen and they gave it to Pacheco who had gained a lot of yards on the play I mean and had never fumbled all year long yeah I don't the, the right personnel right play call he just fumbled yeah I don't know what the difference would have been with Travis Kelsey on the field other than he just wanted to be on the field yeah I which don't know. is a fair feeling, but you know, a, you never behave yeah, that way to any coach, let alone a. I mean, how old is Andy Reid? He's he's probably sixty five or sixty seven. Is that what he is? Like yeah, that. I was yeah, thinking it was think, closer to seven. I think I've read that. Yeah, but uh, and you know, the apologists for Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, and the apologists for the Kansas City Chiefs, or just the apologists for that situation, say. You don't know, we don't understand the kind of relationship that these guys have with Andy Reid, particularly Travis and, you know, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. It's more of a friendship, you know, camaraderie type relationship. And that may, may very well be true. I agree. I mean, you can see that. There's, there, yeah. you know, relationships change with 
coaches and players the higher up you go. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about this before. A lot of college players call their coaches by first name. Yeah. Right? We know the the professional players primarily call their coaches by first name or whatever name they, you know, they go by. Mm-hmm. Uh still still uh everybody else's context who's watching the game particularly young kids, right? High school kids. I mean, re- professional sports are influencing the, the trickle goes down, right? right? It doesn't go up. The trickle goes down. So everything that people see you guys do, uh, it, it'll eventually make its way into the, the lower levels. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of the things that we see, a lot of the antics, I guess, that we see in the lower levels, it, it, you, at some point you could point to somebody, somebody they right. saw somebody on TV do it. And that's like, kind of what I feel like, you know, at some point you do have to, it's not just you. It's not just about you. you I mean, when you well, sign that contract, and you're say paid, it is. Like they, say they say it is. They're and not it, role models. I don't want to be a role model. Right. Well, you know what? Then you probably should quit. Yeah. Because it's part of the job. It's part. They have to talk to the media. That's part of the job. Yeah, I'm confused about that too, because sometimes they don't. And like, they get in trouble, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe but, they get But fined. I think that, yeah, I think there there's requirements that come. Well, let's call it the, let's call it what it is. There's responsibilities that come with with your status, yes. right? Every mm-hmm. role has responsibilities. Yep. And you might say, I have the right to do and say what I want. But in, with every right that we have. There's a consequence. There's consequences yep. and responsibilities. There's always a consequence. You know, you, you make a decision, even if it's the right decision. There's still consequences yeah. of that right decision. You know what I yeah. mean? So there's consequences to everything to do. Maybe we could use that though as a as a talking point of saying, you know, because I, I know I've, this is a message that I've given my baseball teams and my basketball teams quite often. In that, if you're going to say something to somebody, you better be sure that the relationship you have with that person is such that they're going to receive it in the way that it's beneficial to them. Because if your relationship isn't yes. that good, that's a great. Then point. you're being detrimental. It doesn't matter, you know, what they did or you know where they're at or you know what what the context of the conversation is. If you if you don't have a relationship with that person that you're talking to, that it's going to be a positive conversation. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for you to say it. And if, and that, that's a great point, Pat, because that's probably also the answer to the question of why didn't Andy Reid bench him? Right. Right. Cause everybody's like, well, gee, if he was playing for me, I mean, I even, I said it, I like dude's not playing past the first quarter. If that's, if he's playing for me. Right. But, but that's probably what you just said is probably mm-hmm. the reason why, Andy Reid shrugged it off, and there's a good chance that that Travis Kelsey came up to him later, that off camera, right, where he wasn't on camera, and said, "I was out of line," yeah. right, in in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the game, and Andy Reid's like, "You know, better not ever do it again. Get your butt back in there." You know? yeah. I mean, who knows? We don't know what all happens in, right. those, in those moments, but yeah, sure, we but, only seen a yeah. little part of the story. But maybe sure. the fact that he knows the relationship that he has, there is that. I think there's know, some. Value it doesn't in take that away. For sure. Yeah, I. I I'm not hardcore one but way not, or the other with it. I don't like it. It's a terrible look. Bumping, a, bumping into the guy though. I mean, yeah, that's that's a little too much. Know, I don't know that yeah. you know what relationship, right? You know, would, would that would. Yeah, be. I mean, because I, I, I think about the people I'm close with. I I wouldn't do. That. I wouldn't. I mean, I, I don't know. I, there would definitely be an, a, a sincere apology because that's mm-hmm. to me that's definitely crossing the line, no it matter is. what what your relationship is. But you know, I remember when John Gruden and uh, Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon, John Gruden coached the Raiders. Rich Gannon was the quarterback, and they yelled and cussed mm-hmm. and just fought like brothers. Yeah, and like I was like, oh, I like that. I'm okay with that. And yeah. you know, I'm like, there's some coaches out there say, well, I don't, I don't want my players talking back to me at all, and I want to teach my players to communicate, not necessarily talk back. And I know how it looks sometimes, but yeah. sometimes you know, I think in in my coaching career, a player has talked back to me, but really. It that's that was our relationship, and yeah. like, we were conversing, and you know, especially in a basketball you, situation, you felt everyone's no disrespect, yelling. right? Right. There may have been perceived disrespect by someone out there, up there in the stands, or whatever, but you know, because and they didn't of the relationship, yes. and they felt no disrespect. Right. They knew they felt the comfort of being able to speak. You know, it was fire and passion, but it, it might have appeared as disrespect. Right. And that's, that's a very real thing. And it's, it's not always a, a black and white line, is it? It's sure. not always a, there's a fine, there's a fine tuned line there somewhere yeah. that we I think to, it'd be tough for, uh, does, does Travis Kelsey have kids? He doesn't have kids, right? Cause him and 
nothing it, I'm yeah, aware of. It'd be yeah. tough. Like if if Ask like Taylor Swift if that, Jason yeah. K, right if Jason Kelsey did that, how would he explain that to his kids? How would he explain that behavior to you know to his to his? Yeah. Well, you talk about two different personalities there. Oh man, I, I love I, Jason Kelsey. I, I know I can't stand the Eagles, <laughs> but I really do like Jason Kelsey. Yeah, me I, too. He seems like a guy we could hang out with, <laughs> yeah. and his wife. Not being able to put on the Kansas City stuff. I love that, man. I love it. I love that. It's like, I just can't do it. I will not do it. Heck with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. What's her name? Kelsey, I think. The whole world knows who these people's families are. I I think that's her name, Kelsey. I don't know. Is it Kelsey? That's right. Kelsey. That's not. Casey? Kelsey, Kelsey. Yeah, that would be Kelsey. Kelsey. That's not right, is it? Kylie? Kylie. I think it's Kylie. How do you know? Is she on the show? Or is it going like... Well, I were... think... Well, I'll tell you how I know is is I do these podcast previews with my students where they, they will preview a podcast. And oh. uh, the first semester, they pre- one of the students previewed a po- just a podcast that they like, any po- you know, podcast of their choice. And, and the first semester, one of the students uh, previewed the New Heights podcast, which is their podcast. And then just yesterday in class... This semester, one of the students chose that to, uh, to, well, plus it's, it's Cleveland Heights and half this half, more than half this campus is from Cleveland at a higher university. Really? And, is that a, is that a, oh man, it, everybody you ask, it seems like they're from, they, they say Cleveland, but it could be like the Cleveland area, right? It's Mentor, city. you know, yeah. But, uh, That's where all the good people are from. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cool. So what's new? What's on the docket for today? Well, you know, I, th- I think of this every time we get ready to transition into a new sport. And I think of it whenever we transition from the high school sports season, which would be the spring season, to the summer season, which would be the off season for all sports, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and I've had a couple conversations with people in, you know, recently about their kids, you know, basically asking, what do you think about this? You know, my kid really loves sport A, and he doesn't really like sport B very much, but he, he, he still plays it. Should I, you know, should, should I encourage him to stop playing it? Right. Or should I, should I encourage it? Should, should I encourage him to play it if he desires to stop playing it? The, those kinds of questions. So basically the, the old, the old, the age old common question, should you, or should you not play multiple sports? Yeah. Should kids you know, play multiple sports. And I know that you and I have addressed this on other podcasts before, but we're at episode 164. Sure. And sometimes when people start joining a podcast, they join right where you are, right? And they haven't heard us talk about this. And so I kind of think this is one of those topics that is worthy to circle back to from time to time because yeah. it's always going to be relevant. It's always relevant. It's always relevant. And I think the conversation is always changing because I, I, I feel like yeah, I've seen point. lately just on Twitter and, you know, different places, social media where people are having this conversation that it's almost as if people are kind of leaning. Like, I I feel like we went through a period where everyone's like, yeah, multi-sport, you know, uh, football, you know, D1 football Mm coaches, how many D1 football players played multiple sports in high school? You know, you need to play multiple sports, play multiple sports. And now I almost feel like that there's the opposite is gaining some momentum where people are saying, Hmm. nah, you need to, you need to specialize now. You know, you know, there comes a point in your life where you need to pick yeah. um, one sport. And I feel like the the problem is, as human beings, we always want uh, an absolute yes. answer. You know what I mean? And it's like... For everyone. The same answer for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it's either got to be, yes, uh, you have to play two sports. Or no, you should only play one yeah. sport. You know? Yeah. And there's never any there's never any conversation around that. Right. So, so we're going to have a conversation around. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Yeah. Well, the, I wonder, like, are you looking at, is it like Twitter? Like, is it social media is where you're seeing this TikTok and Twitter, things like that. I wonder, I wonder who those people are that are, that are now like if, if the pendulum is swinging back toward, yeah, we, we need a champion specialization. I wonder if those are, um, individual instructors who own a business. Right. Right. Yeah. And so they train baseball players or they train volleyball or they own a volleyball club, right? Yes. Or they're, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, or is it a coach who's just really passionate about his sport? You got to play my sport, right? right. And you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to fall behind if you don't just work on my sport. Yep. Um, sometimes I see that as well. And, yeah. And I, well, and how about a parent of a kid that, well, there you, that only plays one sport? 
Well, yeah. I mean, so that's, they're getting that's hammered with yes. by people. Yeah, he, and so they they feel like they need to defend themselves. Like, well, my kid only plays one sport, but he only likes one sport. Right. That's okay too. Yes. I yes. would still recommend for that parent. I would still recommend take them out mountain biking or climbing climbing yes. hills or mountains. Do something else because there's physiological reasons why you shouldn't play one sport. Let's talk about too. that. Let's talk about jump right why, into some reasons. Yeah, like why you and I feel like. You know, playing multiple sports. Look, we yeah, because I feel both. there's pros and cons. I feel like people know that our stance on this is that is that we're pro multi sport athletes. Sure. I even, I mean, I, you and I coach baseball at a high school at high schools. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm dealing with one right now. And not only do I support oh, with, with multiple the, with the question. Well, you're, you're co- you you coach. Yeah, yeah, you coach multiple. Sports. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying not only do I support multiple sports. But I have actually, I think it's fair to say that I support multiple sports in the same season. And if you want to talk about some challenging aspects, we can talk about some challenging aspects right you, there. So you're saying, you're saying that you have kids who want to play baseball and, and do track. And run track. Yeah, yeah. the same season. So that I'm wondering, be, I've tried to think back, has there, been, has there ever been basketball players that wrestle? Or, you know, vice versa, question. obviously. Yeah. 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 I mean, typically when we talk about multiple sports, we're talking about two or three. Right, two or three sports across throughout the course of the because of, of, a, the, of a year, it, there are three seasons yes. of high school sport: fall, winter, and spring. Well. And we're talking about high school, <laughs> right? Right. And and, and so, um, I mean, for our sake of our conversation today, yeah. we're talking. We we I think across the board, you and I feel like young kids should play as many sports as we can get them to play. Right? Absolutely. I mean, so but then you get to high school, and the, and the questions begin. Right. Some of the other variables come into play: college. Right. Um, if they're, you know, high school, high school, let's just be honest, high school coaches want to work year round. And so I yep. don't want to disappoint my high school coach. And right. so that's, that's a variable. There's lots of variables. And then, so we're talking about, okay, people who desire to play more than one sport in high school, we're typically thinking fall, a fall sport, a winter sport and a spring sport or yes. two of those. Right. You're talking about also that sometimes you have a kid who says, I would like to do two sports in the same season. Sure. And that's really tough. Yeah, but it course. happens. It does it, happen. It, it, I mean, it, I, all the challenges exist in that kind of amplified the, of what they are, you know, yeah. for, as a being a three-sport athlete. Yeah. Going back to what you said about young kids, too. Yeah, we think they should play as many sports and, and be in as many activities as they can encourage them to do that yeah. though you don't yeah. you don't want to force them don't make to do them. that no of course not yeah. yeah because that's it's it's um counterproductive right you know but right. yeah absolutely encourage them to play and even tell them the reasons why i mean you know i mean that we're going to go into some of the reasons here today and maybe maybe that would be helpful to you but if you obviously if you have a if you have a kid that's just like dad i just don't like I don't like football or I don't like baseball. I just want to play basketball or whatever. Yeah, I get it. I mean, if, 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 their, if their passion is in it and they're the one that's driving the, the desire to go and do this one sport, that's great. I would still encourage them to have maybe a, a, a month in the year where you just put that, put, put the glove and you know, bat down or put the ball down, put the, whatever it is that you're yeah. down. You know, everything except the weight room. Don't take a break from that. Don't take a don't take a break from your strength and your fitness and your agility and your ability to become a better athlete by by growing in that way. But but take a break from your sport and maybe do do something else to work some other directional, you know, you know, uh, physio, you know, physiological, you know, aspects of your body where you're you're moving in different directions, you're using different body parts. But the I mean I don't know, but there's a lot of other variables too that I would say that you're missing if you're only playing one one sport, sure. like the competition variable, the mental aspect of it, the the camaraderie, the teammate, the skills that you're building for life. I mean, there's just yeah, let's, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's start with that one, the the competition, because this is the one that I've always um, really just you know people ask me. This is the one that I always jump on. Of you know, uh, well, I want to work on being a better football player mm-hmm. okay well if you want to be a better football player then play basketball yeah like, what? and what all your footwork that? will become but i'm not very good at basketball perfect that's great that's even better. that's even better yeah because when you're out there if you know if you're playing a sport that is not does not come natural to you a sport that you haven't put as much time into that when you get out there and play it's not um well not it doesn't you, you don't the flow of the game, 
you don't have to think about as much, mm. right? I would say your awareness, yeah. and you know, if you if you have a sport like that, a lot of times when you go to another sport, it's really difficult because you don't feel that way, mm-hmm. right? You're hesitant, you're slow because it, it, the the way the game flows, you're trying to catch mm-hmm. up with that. Yeah. So you're 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 uh, you're going against this tide, this challenge of the flow of the game just trying to be as good as you can be and as you go through if you go through a season like this so i've told my kids mm. that you know if you want to be a better stuff, basketball player yeah play baseball yeah uh, how, does it, well, how does that work you know well because when you're when you stand up and you're you're facing it's one on one yeah one on one absolutely yeah when you're facing a kid you know you stand up there and you, you you're you're looking for a fastball down the middle and there's that anxiety and you know uncertainty yeah, of where that ball's coming, and you you don't feel good about the situation that you're in, and uh, you're competing, like you said, the mm-hmm. competition factor. And then you transition that feeling that you have in that moment to the feeling that you have when you're standing at the foul line shooting foul yeah. shots, where you're at home, where you're comfortable, where you have more a lot more trust in your skills and your understanding of the game. It makes you that much more comfortable that much more I, I tell you I have I have had this thought go through my head standing in the third base coach's box in a baseball game and that is this player steps in the box game on the line runner at second base tying run in you know two outs he's got it's on his shoulders I have had this thought go through my mind I've got confidence in this guy because I also saw him stand at the free throw line mm. during a big moment in a basketball game where they needed those free throws and that pressure didn't get to him. Or that pressure helped build his mental strength so that when he's standing here now, you're nervous, but you've been here before. Right. And even though he may not have been there in that box before, he's been in this moment before, this competitive moment where the game is on the line and he's got to make he's got to make the play. Right. And you don't get that in the weight room. True. And, and again, we're not saying don't lift weights. We're just saying you don't get that in personal training. Mm-hmm. We try to create. Some coaches will be like, "Uh-uh, buddy, I can." I, we create co- competition. You don't create that. You can't create that. Right. It's impossible to create that. Yeah. Your entire team. One hundred percent to you know to simulate it. Yes. It's hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Right. And 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 you talk about something that prepares you for the the other sport that you love more, right? It's going to be the sport that you don't, that you're not as good at. Like you said, those those are, those are great aspects. Those are great, great points. The compete point is huge. The compete point is huge. If a kid says, uh, or if somebody answers, no, the answer, you know, should you specialize, you know? Yeah. By the time you get to a certain age, you should specialize. Right. The question I would ask is why? Why? And I don't want you to answer it. I want the kid to answer it. Yeah. I don't want dad to answer it. I don't want coach to answer it. I want the kid to answer it. If you're going to do this, the question is why, right? So you got to know your why. And what I mean by that is, why do you play the sport? Why are you playing high school sports? What's your, what's your purpose, right? What's the reason why you're playing in high school? What are your goals beyond high school? The kid, not the dad, not the coach, the kid, right? Not every kid wants to. I've been there. I had a kid that everybody in the community, all of these college coaches, everybody that saw him play, his parents, all of his coaches thought he should play high, you know, college baseball. He was going to play college baseball, Division One baseball. Everybody's calling him. He's not calling him back. These coaches are like, why isn't this guy calling me back? I finally nailed him down. And with tears in his eyes, he told me, Coach, I don't want to play in college. It's like, okay, that's okay. But it didn't feel okay to him because everybody felt like he, they knew he would be a great college player, yeah. right? Like, you, what do you mean? You're not going to, you don't want to play in college? Look how good you are. Well, just because someone's good doesn't mean that they want to continue to do it at the right. next level. They might want to, they're ready to turn the page. It's okay. And just High because they're not good doesn't mean they don't want to do it. Exactly. People say that all the time to me. I'm like, hey, you coming out for baseball? I'm not good at baseball. Well, that's not what I asked you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do, do you like it? Right. Do you, do uh, you like yeah, your friends? Yeah, I like it. Then why wouldn't you come out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's fun. It's a fun time. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's exercise that you don't have to think about. I mean, you, don't, you it's not like getting on a treadmill. You got to make yourself exercise. If you're not going to go choose to play a sport, you got to make yourself stay in shape. That's true. Somehow, 
right? That's it's, true. It's accountability. <laughs> I, would say, I would say Jake would attest to that. At this exactly, stage. yeah. Yeah, because he didn't play basketball, didn't right? Play so basketball. he's had to make himself stay in mm-hmm. shape during the winter because yeah. he played football and he plays baseball. So and he's, he's been in the weight time. room, but he's missed a lot of it's, cardio. But you're missing cardio that, you're missing that, that you, constant yeah, effort. movement. Yeah, yep. yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, you, you're missing, you've you got to find a way to keep yourself mentally in shape, right? Mm-hmm. The accountability academically of playing a sport in all three seasons is tremendous. It's tremendous. It is. Um, they're just, they're so and many. that's that you could even say that's a con to play in three sports too. You know, that's a challenge I would say is yeah, it's tough. learning time management. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And that's a con think, that becomes a pro <laughs> time management. That Yeah. Good point. That's a, I think that's a, that's a point that people make, you know, well specialized because that gives you more time to work on, you know, the sport that you're good at or the sport that you can be most successful at. You know, I, that argument to me used to be like, Ooh, that's a tough one to defend. That's a tough one to, to, um, that's a tough one to argue. Right. I can't believe for you it would be, but because that's what I, that's my argument. Well, here's the thing. Go, go watch, go, go follow coach Stewart around <laughs> in a day All of his life and see everything that <laughs> yeah. he does. And then, then, then come back and tell well, me. Hey, that's true. I, there, there's a testimony. Yeah. Like I've got a real job, right. That I get paid to do, uh, get paid more to do. Right. I've got a, so day to day job. I lead, you know, we lead a church. We pat, we planted and pastor a church. Coach coach high school baseball, right? Um, we do this podcast, and so now I'm teaching as well. So that's yes. actually not my job. Isn't as a faculty mine is not to be a faculty instructor, but it's it's an it's now something new that I do. And I'm not bragging about this, but I'm just saying I, you're right. That is an example. You can get it done. Yeah, you yeah. can do it, right? I mean, yeah. that's one of. I mean, I don't think that's a great argument anymore. Of it gives you more time to. You're going to still find time. If you let's say so, let's say you love you love baseball and baseball is your sport, right? Uh, and you're considering not playing basketball. Well, the reason why that example came to mind is because I had actually had a couple kids that that was there, and I actually talked them into playing basketball. Mm. I, I didn't talk them into. I mean, like I, I encouraged them to play. They obviously have to make their own decisions. I know that their parents wanted them to play as well, so they were getting it from home as well, and they ended up playing, and they don't regret it, right? They don't. I mean, you, I never heard anybody regret playing a sport. Mm-hmm. I've always heard people regret not playing a sport. You sure. only get four years right. in high school, um, and so the thing that I would tell people is, listen. Your, I, I lost my train of thought, but I've got a whole nother one that I can start up here. I mean, in terms of a pro for a well, while. There are, yeah. Oh, the, the, number the argument things. is yes, time Yes, I won't have time, right? Yeah. I won't have time. You will have time. You, you will have time. You can make time, right? You can carve out time to work on the sport that you really love. Everybody has the same amount of time. Exactly. And there's plenty of multi-sport, exactly. three-sport, you know, dual, dual, dual sport, uh, multi-sport athletes in the world. Yeah. They figure it out. Listen, I watched kids go from our baseball practice. I, I, we, Joe Burrow's class, okay, the class of 2015, they were, they, that, that was the spring season, okay, 2014 was his, his football season. Some really good athletes in that class, okay? Most of those athletes played three sports. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should say this, most of them played two sports. A lot of them played three. So Joe was a two-sport guy. I know that he's listed as a three-sport. They said he ran track. No. <laughs> it was on some it was on some ticker, you know, his his uh Oh boy, his, here his, we go. Now everyone's gonna start saying all these the Bengals. All he, these multi-sport athletes really aren't. They just he is a, a he, he was multi-sport. Well, I know. Basketball was, basketball football, right? He was a great I mean, multi, basketball player. Multi, to be a multi-sport, you only really need to play more than one. Right. Right. Um I think in this past year's draft, if you look up the numbers, this past year's NFL draft. I actually I've got it written down. I've got it written down somewhere. I don't want to get it wrong. Maybe it wasn't this year's. It might have been the 2020. It may have been last year's NFL draft. Of the 32 first-round draft picks, 27 played one additional sport other than football in high school. Uh, 10 of the 32 played two other sports, which means they played three sports sports. in high school. These are first-round football draft picks. Mm -hmm. If anybody tells you that you cannot play or should not play you should specialize in order to be able to to make it i'm telling you they're full of crap yeah they're full of crap don't listen it, it, i mean the it, the it just continues to be proven over and over and over again i actually think i don't know if you where you dug that up but i actually think that the, i think it was nfhs website it was an article in oh, the National really? Federation okay, of high school sports well yeah. 
we could talk about NFHS and OHSA a little bit here, can't we? Well, it's not NFHS. The problem, I know where you're going, and we will get there. I want to get there. Uh, that's OHSAA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, right. a, that's our state organization. Right. Yeah. But um, the, I think the Twitter message that I remember saying was, what, I'm sick of everyone citing these you know, professional players that are multi-sport athletes because they're accept, the exception to the rule. <laughs> but that's why you specialize, right? So that you you can, can become the exception. Help. Yeah, right. So that you know, I was like, hey, I don't know. Your argument it's not a very is, good argument. It's not a very yeah, good argument yeah. because you're trying to be an exception to the rule. Yeah. And if you want to be the exception to the rule, wouldn't you follow the the same pattern, the same path that those exceptions follow? Yeah. You know, so uh, it, it's tricky. And I know people. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, you know, people are passionate about the, the conversation, you know, passionate about the topic. Mm -hmm. So anytime you have that, you're going to have polarizing opinions. And, and I'm telling you, the, the, the most polarizing opinions come from the people who are really passionate about their sport. Yeah. Or their, what the sport that they train people for, right? Yeah. Uh, anybody who trains bodies, like a, a sports, like a, like a sports science or a, um, a, uh, what brought get his degree in? Exercise physiology, yeah. uh, 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 strength training, you know, whatever. I mean, actual just creating athlete, athletes with strength training. Uh, they will have the same opinion that you and I have. If yeah. You're going to become a more well-rounded athlete if you, if you do use your muscles in multiple sports. It's the coach who's really passionate about his sport and, you got, and my sport and my season. And i got to have you here with me all the time in order for – well, in order for me to be successful, let's be honest, right? Right. That's one of the reasons why. But also, but they'll sell it to you in this way. In order for you to get to the next level, you're going to have to make a decision. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's short-sighted. That's it's ignorant. Yeah, it's yeah. short-sighted and it's ignorant. Yeah, because you're, you know, you're you're becoming a better athlete. Yeah. In more ways than just Well, you're becoming your a better person, too. Because go back to your why. Right. Yes. I mean, the truth is, like I said, the one example, a, a lot of kids don't, they don't care about playing in college. Right. Some want to, and some are going to find, some think they want to, and then get to college and they find out. Yeah. It's not the same. Right. Right. Uh, but how about your development in social skills, mm -hmm. leadership skills, your work ethic skills, your competitive drive? You're going to be sitting in interviews where 17, 18 other people are going to be interviewing for that same job, and you're going to be nervous about it, and you've got to compete for that, for that job. You got to tell them why they should hire you instead. That confidence that you bring into it comes from playing these multiple sports sure. while you're in high school. The sports that we play when we're young prepare us for a lifetime of success. And the more sports we play, the more opportunities we have to develop these skills that are needed for life success, for where you and I are now, for the, where you're going to spend the majority of your life. That's the thing that people don't think about. Right. You spend the majority of your life not being able to play these sports. True. So why not play as many as you can right now? Yeah, really. You're talking 12 years for the most part. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you're, yeah, yeah. You I mean, got, you're, from the time that you're, you're, you start elementary school and get to high school. But like a lot of kids give it up in high school when you only have four years left. True. That's it. Right. Four years. Right. And the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I will never encourage a kid to just focus on baseball. Just, I just won't do oh, it won't, as a baseball yeah, I won't coach. I not do that either. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I, as a matter of fact, I do the exact, I do the we opposite. Do the opposite. Now you just, you, yeah. know, you said you did too. I want my kids, and, you know, even, I mean, at w the, the dangers of football. Yeah. I, you know, I still, I mean, my son, my oldest son plays football. M Maya hasn't quite got there yet, but I'm not sure. And I'm not telling him not to. Right. You know what right. I, mean? I mean, if he wants to, he'll play. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, that's, that's such a big, factor too and I, you know, I, I know i mentioned it before but if you like the game you know you like you, you like being around it that's that's their play mm -hmm. you know what i mean don't worry about yep. anything else because you you like you said you'll find the time yeah to work on your craft you'll find the time to 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 develop you know further and by the way by playing that other sport that's exactly what you're doing same time yeah on top of that, you know, we talk, you know, you're talking about physiology or sports science and things like that. We know from, from, from studies and I mean, hmm. you know, surgeons and, you know, uh, pediatric, pediatric doctors and things like that. 
overuse injury injuries yes. are very you know overuse injuries are some of the most common injuries in sports that we have right now i have i have two i can read you two quotes from okay i good. actually looked up well if, do you Is have one too? these are no, studies no. Uh, yeah yeah the, so about overuse injuries yeah okay yeah. good and uh, this and, and and what this means is you know think about you know if you're playing baseball 12 months out of the year your arms moving in the same direction your hips are moving in the same direction you're putting the same mm-hmm. torque on your front foot if you're a pitcher if you're you know when you're swinging every mm-hmm. you know while there's a lot of variation to the movements we have there are very common yeah. movements that you do in the game of baseball as is in all every sports. sport right. just using baseball and example. there are movements that you don't do in those sports like yes. they're, they're like yeah i think of i think of a sport like like football, like a football lineman, for example. Yes. Right. You, you want those guys to more and more these days. I would. Just, I, I. I think that the training is speed. Sure. Right. Right. But yeah, we want them well, to be the big and strong, better, yeah. but more agile. More, you know. Sure. So why not have your linemen play basketball? Right. <laughs> or others, other sport where they've got because they're only going to be moving one direction for you. I mean, not that's not true. I, I mean, I, I know that they're that they go in other directions. Yeah, but point taken, they're firing one direction by by move by part. playing basketball. They're getting more work in their agility. Just we'll just say that in their overall agility. Think about the rotation, the trunk rotation they get by playing baseball. Absolutely. I mean, or other. You know, I, I I don't know what other sports. I mean, well, these are the you. ones that you and I know the most about. I'll tell you a sport that I'm I may be falling in love with, and that's wrestling. Oh yeah. And I don't know nothing about wrestling. About uh, there's, I guarantee, that your your toughest football players also wrestle. Yeah, you, a you lot can of almost them guarantee do. it. I, I can I could count them at Athens High I'm School. Used I could think of, back through it. Yeah, I just think about a kid getting off the mat after he's been after his or her shoulders have been pinned to the ground. Yeah, and you know to stand up in front of all these people defeated, and acknowledge and, that as you a lost. failure, and acknowledge it, and shake hands with you know and the, the official, and 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 it's just like that's powerful. I mean, you're you're developing yeah. right there. So you're for the handshake line in wrestling. Yes, even even during COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, they were they weren't allowed to handshake. Some of the rules they that we had in COVID were very dumb. Man, Let's it be was honest. bizarro world. What they, they could wrestle and rub body fluids all over each other, but they couldn't shake. Hands. Right. Oh boy. So Here's the, the study. Here's the study. Studies, this yeah. is according to a study conducted by the University of Wisconsin, forty six percent of growing athletes who specialized in a single sport suffered a lower body injury. Hmm. Specialized in a single sport, forty six percent of them suffered a lower body injury, which was nearly twice the twenty four percent rates of kids who played multiple sports. Hmm. That's a good that's a that's a good data that's right an there. Because you know you number. can't you can't say that if you play multiple sports, you will not suffer an injury. Well, no, no. It happens. I mean, that's it's it's that's yeah. that's the life of an athlete. But twice as many. That's but the, the chances. Yeah, the the opportunity for your body to develop uh, greater elasticity. Absolutely. Right, and which which helps prevent injury. Yep. Is is uh, is higher. The opportunity for your body to develop that is higher with you play if you're moving multiple different directions. Yeah. Here's a study from the National Federation of High School Sports because they 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 do this as well. Um, study from the National Federation of, of High School Associations revealed that high school athletes that specialize in a single sport are seventy percent more likely to suffer an injury during their season than those that participate oh. in multiple sports. So this is the first one was growing athletes. So it was just a little. It was more broad. This is high school athletes. Um, I guess their study, and we don't know how many they studied, how many years they studied, but the number that they came up with is seventy percent more likely to suffer an injury hmm. playing one sport. Yeah. So physiologically, you know, players playing a variety of sports are going to be developing a, a wider range of of skills, but also a wider. They're going to be working greater number of muscle groups, which are going to help them develop um, yeah. the ability to, to to be more agile. And on that same note, that's one of the reasons that we're you know such big supporters of the weight room and you know yeah. agility training yeah. and, and speed and strength training because they that is the, one of the best things you can do for yeah. injury prevention is you know. And you know you can't you can't approach it the same way because a lot of people in the past would say, well, if you lift weights, you get tight, and that's what, that'll cause injuries too. So, but you know that's well, why and that's we, and, that, and it becomes one of the arguments too. It's like, wow, man, I don't want to stop lifting weights to play baseball or to play basketball. You know, let me ask you: you guys going to be lifting during your season? Yeah, you betcha. We're going to be ending our our practices in the weight room. Yeah, and that you know, I think that's that's a that's a culture thing that 
everyone should embrace as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, even as an individual uh, athlete, get up early in the morning, go lift weights. You go. Even if, if you're, even if your program isn't providing it, go yeah. lift weights. By the time game days, that's true included. because there could be athletes listening to say, "Well, that's great that you guys do that," but they're, right. they're going to be, you know, at the team I play on, we don't do that. Right. I want to, I want to stay strong. Okay. Yeah. You got 24 hours in a day. Is your is your team practicing for 24 hours? Exactly. I know you got to sleep. We know you got to go to school, but there's you you got the time. And you can lift on practice days sure. and game days. All you better. Do it. Yeah, right. right. Uh football coaches, there's 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 two there's two ways of or there's two th- schools of thought for football coaches in track. One is do it. Do you see balloons going on? The, did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Although, I've, I feel like we've seen that before. Well, look, what's going on there? Do you see I that? don't see balloons. There's a thumbs up now. I think I, it was because I made a great point. That's what it is. I don't know. It, the, 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 the program that we use to record these podcasts, it just knows. <laughs> You're about to make a great point. And so yeah, it's like, so it's like check balloons. this. Okay. No, I didn't see it. But some football coaches say, run track. It'll make you mm-hmm. a better football player. Some football coaches say, don't run track. Oh. Because you lose muscle mass. Oh, because of the because of the, the running. The, the, and uh, it's not yeah, the aerobic exercise. Yeah, it's not anaerobic. Right. Yeah. Run <laughs> Which track. One's right. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're both right. Right. It can be. Or both wrong. Or both wrong. Yeah. True. <laughs> lift. Right. Continue to lift while you're running. Track. While you're running track. Yeah. And then you know that that you know fixes the issue. Yeah, it does. It does. You're talking about. Listen, I I. My sport, I I ran, I stopped playing football and I ran cross country, and I didn't, you know, as I got to be a junior, senior in, oh, in high school, that, that cross country's horrible I was for small. explosive athletes. I I was I was you talk about one of the most mentally challenging sports. You're not a kid. Running sports are the most mentally challenging. I told my football buddies, I, I, I said, guys, this was a mistake. I said, I said. I understand football pain because I had it. I played it, right? Uh, this pain doesn't go away. Like, once you start feeling it and, and you're running, you're like, I got I got another 12 miles. I mean, I'm talking about practice, right? We would and run a lot of miles in you're practice. You're all by yourself. And you're all by yourself, and you got to keep going. And it's yep. just, it's just, yeah, it's it's good. But I didn't like, I, mean, I didn't like cross country. Mm-hmm. I ran it. I hated it. Hated every minute of it. But I, but I did it. Yeah, I shouldn't say every minute of it. I really enjoyed the finish <laughs> when we came because that feeling. Well, you, you also I should I should say it's not always painful because you do get that what they call runner's high, right? That you get that extra gear where it's like okay, this my you my legs don't feel as heavy because now. Now you're running through like Rome and Italy. Well, yeah, on the iFit program, yeah, right. yeah. Today I was in Croatia, uh, but the the um, uh, what was the what was the point I was making? You I'm, hated doing, it. I'm doing my uh, Patrick Mahomes impression right here. Uh, you ran it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I hated it, but I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And my, I, but I love baseball. And I was kind of in my mind, I was doing it because I knew that there were some aspects of that that was going to help me for baseball. Absolutely. Um, however, I also, I, I also had a, you know, uh, a guy, a, one of my uncles, my uncle Roger, who who was, was who trained boxers, he trained baseball players. His son could have played professional baseball. His son was yeah. phenomenal. Uh, his other son, Rusty, is a phenomenal musician, and I love the fact that you know Roger didn't push him to, to play. I mean, Rusty was a good baseball player too, but he mm-hmm. didn't push him that direction. He let him explore his musician, his music talent. So anyway, Roger said, look, you need to get bigger. You're skinny. He just looked at me. He's like, you're, you're junior in high school. You weigh 135 pounds. You're too skinny. And so come out and train with me. I said, all right, cool. He gave me a nutrition, gave me a nutrition plan. We worked out together. I gained 30 pounds. I still graduated at 165. Or, yeah, one sixty-five. Um, not a lot. That's not very heavy. Well, but for me, it was significantly right? heavier. And here's than what it did: yeah. I showed up to cross country my senior year. Coach Oliphant's like, "You look a little slower." <laughs> Can you see? Him? He was right. I, I wasn't a bad cross country runner. Like my my best time was seventeen twenty-one. Now it was at Jackson. It was at Jackson's course, which was a little short. We were told. Because mostly, so I, I I don't really you can't count that as your best time. I think Jackson's course was was a couple of tenths of a mile short. So it's not an official. It, had, it was a golf course, but it had it had a big hill, and it just it, it, the way they laid it out, it was a little short. Everybody yeah. ran a good time there. But at the regional meet at Lancaster, my sophomore year, 
I, uh, which was my first year I ran cross country. I ran an 18, like an 1830. And that would have been my, my, or little low 18s. I don't know. Um, but I did, I went to the regional, uh, actually it would have been my junior year, my junior and and no, it was my sophomore and junior year. I went to the regional and didn't my senior year. I couldn't get, I couldn't get into the 18s my senior year, uh, because I'd gained some weight and I, and it, it wasn't good for distance running. Gaining weight muscle is good for sprinting, good for explosiveness, yeah. which is what I was wanting to build because I yeah. love baseball, but I still ran cross country. I still, I still played basketball. I actually, I, I did not play basketball my senior year. I was a two sport athlete my senior year, but three sports all the way through, uh, up to that point. But, uh, but yeah, in my mind, I was like, I'm, I, you know, I'm doing this. I'm enjoying time with my friends, right? Uh, I've got other friends who are running, building some good relationships with people, good, great relationship with Coach Oliphant. I, I love him to this day, yeah, right? Good guy. And uh, I, w- I would not have developed that relationship with him, with Mike Kennedy, who was his intern at the time, uh, if, if I hadn't done that. And so I love the fact that I did it, but I was doing it while knowing this is, baseball is my love. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to excel in. That's what I want to play in college. Right. Right. And, and so it's, uh, I don't know that it, it can be done. It should be done. Yeah. I mean, there's, let's talk about another reason that we should, that kids should play multiple sports. Okay. And this is going to be one that some people might hear and go, that's selfish, but let's talk about it. The size of your school. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. You're in the friendship, like your school, your friendship and teammates. Let's just call it that. Like, let's combine all that together because yeah. there's aspects of, of this. So you and I coach, we live in rural towns mm-hmm. where our schools are smaller. Uh, your, your school is a little bigger than mine, which is our alma mater, uh, but it's still small. Right. It's still, it, it, we, which means it, we need the athletes to play as many sports as 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 they can, as they yeah. you know, as as well, we, as, we, as we can get them to play, in order to, for all of our athletic programs to be successful. Right, right. Our participation percentage is down across the board as well. Like you know, based yeah. on the number, I, I, I guarantee that a, a larger percentage of kids when I was in school participated in a sport than what they do now. Oh yeah, I think it's a I, I, it's yeah. a society I would thing. Say that's, yeah, the, it is. The there way are more that, options. Yeah, right. right. But I would say this, you know, some people, I don't think that some people think that the small school kids going to a small school is detrimental for them athletically. I actually feel like it's a benefit. Hmm. And I think the benefit of being part of a small school is that you can play multiple sports. Mm -hmm. You get the, like you, the, the reason why a lot of kids don't play multiple sports in these division, larger, you know, 2000, 2500, 3000 student schools is because they can't, they'll go try out and they get cut. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, Brock, if we'd have stayed in St. Louis, Brock would have gone to Hazelwood central high school, which had almost 3000 students in it at the time. There were three Hazelwood schools, central, east and west. They were all huge schools. And we had, so I was working at a church there in St. Louis. And so we had kids that went to all those different Hazelwood schools and of all the kids that went to those high schools, and, and we had some athletes that came to our that were in our youth ministry. Uh, I only met one kid who was a multi-sport athlete. Wow! I only met one kid in our church. Our church was big, a thousand people or more. Uh, but one kid in our youth group, in our youth ministry, played soccer and baseball. So he was on sort of the fall and spring, right? Like Jake is right now. And I asked him. I asked Dan, his name was Dan. I said, I said, what's that like? And he said, he said, he said, it's, it, he said, I, I just happened to be able to make the team in both of them. He was good, good athlete. And I said, have you ever considered trying out for basketball? And he's like, there's no way I'd make the basketball team. I'm like, really? Cause I, I'm still thinking about Megs, right? I'm still thinking about the small schools that we, yeah. that we have. I'm like, what do you mean you wouldn't make it? He goes, dude, have you ever seen the guys that play basketball for our school? Like I'm not tall enough for one. Yeah, I, I'm, it's just not, it's just, I, I know I wouldn't make it there. Right. It's a small college practically. And so these guys who, are part of these bigger schools, they, they have fewer multi-sport athletes because of there's more opportunities to choose the athletes that you want to, yeah, exactly. to win with. It, right? It's really not an option for them to play it really isn't. Yeah. more than one sport. And, you know, that's not – to be clear, we're not uh, – We're speaking in generalizations to people. No, you know what I mean? they no. can't. You know, that's not. That's not that. that they're yeah. not less of athletes because they're exactly. not able to do it. Yeah. Um. But they. But they got to find ways 
to fill in those gaps. There's going to be gaps. Absolutely. So all the yeah. things that we're talking about are are they're still they're still realities. You just if if you in a situation where it's out of your control and you can't play multiple sports, well, you got to find ways. Sure. Right. Become a rock climber. You know. Get out and run. Do, you know, do something. You know, you know, join a competitive weightlifting or something. I mean, you do something, right? right? Um, besides Co-ed softball, coeds. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but, but yeah, you're right. If you know, if if I'm out here because you know we have so it, my the baseball program at Megs, we have pretty decent numbers. I mean, cons- compared to. The other, other programs, other schools that are similar in size, maybe. The I don't. Same is true I, for I'm just, us. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not for sure, but yeah, yeah. You have good numbers yeah. in baseball. I mean, you, there are most schools that are actually division you have really four, good numbers, right? You, most schools that are in our same division don't field a JV team, right? Right? Like, yeah. like one of the best baseball programs in in this division in Ohio is White Oak, uh, yeah. and they've got 14 guys year in year out. Right? Now, I don't know if that's his choice or. I mean, the school's very small. Rushi, who just was in the state championship a couple years ago, won won the state championship a couple years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you. Uh, how you very very small. Um, but it's just you know, it, it, it's we do have good numbers. But and, if you started telling all your baseball players, you started convincing all your baseball players not to play any other sport. Well, one, all, the other coaches would hate me. Well, true. rightly so. They right. should, right? Well, yeah, I because they would be they, they would be fired because they're released <laughs> yeah, because, because there wouldn't be teams exactly. Yeah. Then you bec- then you become the school that is known as, well, they're just a one sport school. Right. It's they, not good they for put your all culture. Their eggs, it's not good for your eggs. school. It really isn't. No, it's not good for your school. Uh, Im- impact your culture. Impact your community. You mm-hmm. know, community involvement. I mean, all the you know, yes. there's, a lot, there's a lot of Think bad things. People, one of the cool things about Megs, and people notice this about Megs, a lot of people come to all the games. To yeah. all the sports, right? You, the fan factor, the you know the the community factor. I mean, I I know that you you, you know there's pluses and minuses. There's positive and negatives to every community, right? Yeah, we really like to really complain, the same way. so we all lot, to the- <laughs> regardless of how good or how bad your program is from year to the, one year to the next, because everybody will have up years and down years, right? Sure. But what I what you know that you've got great community support mm-hmm. when the crowd is the same. Yeah. Like I'll go to a, I'll go to a game tonight. I mean, everybody knows our basketball team has not had as many wins this year as they've historically had the opportunity to have. Like it just that sometimes you have up years, sometimes you have down years. They're still pretty young, right? They're building. Sure. I'll go to the game tonight. It'll be packed. I love that. I love that. I love the fact that that, that we're here because we're here. Yeah, we we play to win. We coach to win. We train to win. But we're here whether you win or lose. Sure. That's a community thing yeah. that is built because they're used to they they know that you're trying that you are that you're trying to help all these kids and they see these kids in other sports as well playing your sport yeah that you happen to be playing you know that that and, that season. and the more unity you have between programs the mm. better it is for yeah. that for that field you know for the community involved for sure they appreciate that more you know for I mean? sure everyone's on the same team everyone's on the same side so. yeah there are obstacles i don't think that's selfish at all i think that's it that, isn't that's actually it isn't very relevant yeah well, one of the obstacles that we are running into right now in ohio is mm-hmm. and, and this is probably one of those things that caused me to, to think about wanting to talk about this today because we're we're approaching baseball season for us baseball begins on monday so we're less than a week away from the first day of practice and last week the the boys basketball teams in in our district had their district draw I don't, do they do it the same weekend for every district in the state you know what's funny about that is i don't even know if they do a draw anymore it's not a draw it's max seating, basically yeah. it's a seating uh they do i think boys and boys it's are all the same. Girls, girls are the same and all yeah because yeah, the tournament eventually they have to have the same amount of time between the time you begin playing the sectional to the time that you get to the state so yeah, yeah. So I, I like I found my brother texted me for example my brother who coaches baseball at Fisher Catholic High School right and he said hey he said check this out baseball begins on February nineteenth that's what we call mandatory practice right, yep, right. where you can say you got to be here if you want to play if you're not winner right? if you're not playing basketball right or or, or wrestling still yeah if, or other or other winter sport you might be right. playing right so it's required for anybody that wants to play baseball who's not currently playing a winter sport. So that means that you're waiting on those other athletes to finish their winter sport. Yep. So the problem that we're facing in Ohio right now is in the central district where my brother is, and it's happening in all districts probably, uh, 
their basketball team plays their very first sectional tournament game on March 14th. Nope. His first, he told me his first scrimmage is March 14th. What do you say? March 9th or something like that? March 2nd was their first basketball. Yeah, March 2nd. March 2nd. That's what it is. March 2nd. They play their very first sectional basketball game on March 2nd. Now, I don't know if that's because they're good and they got a higher seed and they're waiting on a, on a team to, to play or whatever. Uh, yeah. How could that be? Yeah. I kid you not. So, may, is, does Eastern play Let next me, Tuesday? Eastern plays on Tuesday, so that's February 20th. So does Meg. That's one day after the baseball season has begun. Okay. Right. Well, and I'll just use this as an example. You know, Eastern's got a, they got a pretty low seed, right? Right. They don't have a great record, so they have a pretty low seed. Uh, so that means that, you know, that even whether you got a high seed or a low seed, you know, that, you know for example, you might have a have a have a, a basketball team that there's a good chance they're going to you know lose in the first round right or the second right. round and and in past years if your basketball team did not did not advance very far in the tournament then all those kids were available at the start of baseball and the same is true for football right if your football team didn't or same is true for basketball if your football team didn't advance very far in the tournament or didn't make the playoffs then all those kids are available they got like a week off and then you got basketball season starting well it overlapped this year yeah. And then now our seasons are overlapping, tremendously overlapping for like my brother. Right. Right. They're they're definitely overlapping overlapping for us if your team wins the first round. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So he said if his team wins the first round, if his basketball team wins the first round, they'll play a, a second game a couple of days later, right? And and that pushes it back even further. His first scrimmage is on March 14th. A lot of these kids are going to be getting out of basketball and and missing three weeks of practice yeah. and going right into baseball games. So we right. have this tremendous overlapping of sports right now. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder sometimes if the people who are wearing the suits in our organization in the state think about our smaller rural town schools. Sure. Because in Columbus, where they make these decisions, a lot of those schools are Division One schools, and a lot of those athletes that play in those sports are just like the ones that you and I talked about. They don't play multiple sports. Right. And, and they're so not, they're not held the up The fact that these seasons are overlapping isn't a big deal. Right. It is a big deal. It's a huge deal to my brother. To, the, to, to you know, his school is smaller than the school I coach in. It's a huge deal to our smaller schools where, you know, for him, he might, his first two or three weeks of practice, he might have, I don't know how many of his kids play basketball. He might have four kids there at baseball practice waiting. Yeah, yeah right? well, and then, you know, you got to, you know, think about the, you know, we're talking about inj injuries. Think about the challenges that presents. Getting them prepared Absolutely. for the next sport. You know, yeah. Regardless of how many you have. If you just had three that you're waiting on, yeah. those kids are so far behind when they come to practice that, you know, it's, it's hard so for you them know, to catch up so, and to be so ready. So I'll tell you, you know what that's going to do? Uh, listen, if you're from the OHSAA, listen to this now. All right? that This is a challenge for our smaller schools. That's going to further push the argument for these people to play one sport. Right. And, you know, we were, yeah, absolutely. It is. Absolutely. And we don't agree. I don't agree with it. I still, I still do not agree with it. And neither does the OHSAA. Exactly. So we're, you know, we're putting So help out. us out here. And, and, you know, and this all started, really, it started because they extended the football season essentially two weeks. Right. Right. They started it one week late. And then, and then let's, let's just be honest. You would have to try to not make the playoffs anymore. Like it used to oh, be, yeah. it used to be an honor to just make the playoffs sure, in football, absolutely. right? Because yeah, the yeah. top eight teams in your region made it, so you had to have, you had to win, and you had to you had to play a good schedule, right? You couldn't play a cupcake schedule, and you had to win. Uh, there are teams that are making the playoffs now that have one win, right? So you you got to try hard to lose, to to not make the playoffs now, pretty much. You, it, yeah, it's right. easier to make it. We'll just it's, oh, sorry. I don't, I don't you guys think, didn't make it this year. I don't year, think Bags made it this year. Well, it, it, and it also <laughs> depends on your region. I mean, if your region's if your region's pretty weak, then you could be a weak team and make it. Yeah. Right? Your region was a little tougher. So Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, there are tougher, teams. Actually. You had a pretty tough region. Yeah, yeah. And I think looking at the, the, the way the game's played out, like no 16 seed ever wins. 
Like, no 16 seed has one. Like, the highest is, like, maybe the 14th or 11th or something like that. It's yeah. only happened two or three I think times. There was, I think there was one, like, might have been one good game between a 16 and a 1 yeah, this year. So, people like are like, that. see? See? Right. It can happen. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, and, yeah. and, and, and okay, that's fine. If, you're gonna, if we're, if we're going to do it that way, just, just push, just start the football season earlier. Yeah, or start it earlier, or push baseball season out further, or pu- yeah, or push the other seasons further back. Continue. Right? Back. I'd be fine with that. I mean, our, I would our, certainly be fine with our that. state championship is in. It's already after first school. Of June. Anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. after. We're school, playing so. most of our playoff games when school's winding down. Yeah, pretty much. You, you know, you know why they won't do that? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that interferes with football practice in the summer. <laughs> summer football practice. No, right. I'm just kidding. It, but seriously, it would. I mean, it, it, you know, the further you keep pushing back. You know, the, the harder it is to, to get these things started. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, I mean, there's got to be an answer. There does. But there does. And I'd be willing, and, and listen, you and I, I mean, we don't like just complaining about things. We, if we're going to make what sounds like a complaint or a criticism, I like using that word because it's, it's more of a, it's a criticism is what it is. Yeah. Then I, we always say we, we better be willing to help come up with solutions. Sure. I would be more than glad to. Yeah, as we, someone whose boots are on the ground, coaching, you know, and who not just coaching a sport, but is a promoter of kids playing as many sports as they want to play. Absolutely, yeah. I would be willing to sit in a room and help with this. Yeah, we got to have the conversation. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. needs to be something that we're talking. You know, we, we we talk about officials, you know, umpires a lot right now because it's it's you know we're, the yeah, numbers are down. They're down, and I think OHSA has done a good job about putting that message out there that hey, we need to. We need to treat these folks a little better than we have in the past because, you know, we're losing them. It's harder to find them. It's harder to make yeah. sure we have as many that we need, to, you know, to have JV and varsity games and, and so forth and so on and so forth. They do a good job when, you know, that they, they, they focus on something. And I think that's just we have to do that for, like you said, the, the, the smaller areas because yeah. if, you know, if, 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 if my baseball players just played baseball – I said, my. I always say mine. That's okay. They are my well, guys. Well, this, this season, they're yours, right? Uh, yeah. It would, it would, it would hurt. It would hurt our athletics at Meg's. And, and it, would. it would be well, true and, for any and, other and sport. But. One of the things that we need to do, one of the things that we can do as coaches to help that is to go back to what you just said. I know it was just funny that you said my, right? Because we do, we feel a close connect. Like these are our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do have to recognize that we are sharing them as coaches. Yeah, well, and they're not the our kids, right? The football, guy, the football the, players, they're, th- they're my guys too. Exactly. You know what I mean? The yeah. basketball players, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not coaching They're them. our guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, whether they're whether they play baseball right. or not, the, these, you know, because I, listen, I'm going and supporting these. I'm and we, you know, going to football games, going to basketball, we're going to going to support these kids no matter what. Absolutely. And and so there's a reason why you would feel that way. Sure. But I'm also gonna, yeah, I'm also even though they're my kids while they're playing for my sport, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna encourage them uh, to to play your sport. As Absolutely. Well, well, that's whoever what you are. Yeah. I feel that there's too much value in yeah. in not doing that. I feel yeah. like you're cheating them if if you're doing the opposite. Yeah. Especially if it's of- something that they enjoy. I, I I talked to an individual last night, one of our – he's a junior, uh, kind of on the fence about whether he wants to play baseball this season. I mm-hmm. said, you playing this season? I don't, I don't think I'm going to. I'm like, well, why not? You know, I just just kind of fell out of love with it. I don't really want to play anymore. I was like, oh, okay. And then he said, I didn't really get better last year. I'm not, I'm like, Wait a second. You just told me you fell in love with it. Which is it? Did you fall in love with it, or did you not get better? Maybe, he did, yeah. Maybe he started to feel <laughs> feel that way because he he saw right. himself deteriorating in it. You know, his, his ability to deteriorate. Right. But I'm kind of one. Of, I've always been one of those people. And I've, people have frowned on me for this in the past because if, if kids come to me and say, Yo, I, just, "I don't want to play. I just don't want to play anymore." All right, you probably shouldn't. Though. What? You should encourage them to play. I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, I don't know yeah. if they really don't want to play. You know, if they you know, they thought about it, it's just well, not who something. do you want on your team? Who do you want well, out? True. Who do you yeah. want out there yeah, on right. the field? Yeah. The ones that want to play. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, so I so I get that. I yeah. get that answer. Right. Yeah. I I also am not going to dismiss them that quickly though. Yeah. Like I think that sometimes their brains need to be picked a little bit about okay, why do you say that? Sure. All right. right. Absolutely. Did right. you have one experience that was that's making you make that decision, uh-huh. or do you? Do you now have a girlfriend, <laughs> right? Do you now have? Did you just right. get your license? Are you? Are, do you have a job? There's a lot of you know. I mean, because those are those are real factors. And again, I I go back to the four years. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have women the rest of your life. 
<laughs> or men, depending on your context. I mean, like if, if you're talking, whoever you're talking to, you're going to have uh, jobs yeah, to work sure. the rest of your life, yeah. right? You got you got a very limited amount of time to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy it while you can. Yeah, and and yeah. and you know and the specialization a lot of the a lot of the argument comes because we're preparing you know we're preparing kids to go to college but let's be honest that's not what our job is as high school coaches either that's true i mean it's 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 part of it right it's part it's part for those yeah, who we want, want have that element for those there. who want to yeah. right it's part of our it's that is part of what we do but but you know if we see our job is if we're like look at how many guys i sent to college you know i mean i i, I could throw a number out there all the time of all the guys that have gone to play it, but that's for me that's not that's not the goal i want them sure. to love wearing the green and white i want them to love i want them to to have to have pride in playing for their school and doing the best being the best that they can be for their school maybe getting their name up on the you know or, you know getting their team's year that you know up on the banner up there you know where they can walk in that gym later and show their kids hey see that 2024 up there yeah regional champions that was our baseball team lessons yeah. and, and virtues that last long after yeah they they leave the program yeah 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 that's, that's the main goal yeah always encourage it you know especially if they love it if they if they like yeah. the game encourage it encourage them to play for sure mm-hmm. you know i don't know why you and I, I i would go back to your point even if they don't love all the games it's really good for them to play the ones that they don't love Yes, because it's they struggle more. The reason they don't love it is because they probably struggle more with it. Yeah, and that struggle is going to make them better at your sport. Absolutely, that you want them to love. Yeah, I'm sold on that more than absolutely for sure. It's a great argument. Yeah, well, good deal. We didn't we didn't put our uh, our closing music on, did we? Oh, it's time to go. Some people would say that. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Thanks for uh, joining chill. us, everyone. If you, if you have a counter to our opinions for multi-sport athletes, let us know. Reach out to us. And, uh, Making sure I covered all the points that I had here. I we'll shame you publicly. <sighs> no, That's right. Kidding. Higher <laughs> overall sports IQ. Did we talk yeah. about that? I don't think so. See, there's all many, sure. there's so many pros, so many benefits. You will develop a higher overall sports IQ. Just more rounded. And you know what? How about a biblical principle here? Okay. That, that's, that's, let's conclude with that. Moderation. Mm. Right? Moderation. Specialization kind of goes against the idea of it moderation. Does. Too much you, of it. You would think it would be the opposite. You would think, well, you're not playing as many sports. Well, moderation. True. True. Because <laughs> you're spending too much time in one area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. More experience with that. Yep. For sure. So, good deal. Good talk to you, Kate. Yeah. We'll do it again. Maybe. We'll we'll run out of time. Baseball season starts next week. (laughs) We might see you all again. (laughs) We'll see you again. We'll see you again.